All right, guys, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to a very, 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 very special fun-bun-filled episode of the Luna Lounge, starring Noctis, myself, and our sponsor, Panda Bunny Studios, who I call Bun-Bun. <laughs> That's me. We I was gonna, I was gonna comment on our uh, lack of a tr like a standardized uh, intro, but he gave me top billing this uh, episode, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do we need a standardized intro? Maybe. Maybe we like our intros us literally flipping a coin live to see who gets top billing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> The music, nice. well, you know, well, we get we, we blew all the donated money in already on the art for commissioning you, Bubba. Oh, <laughs> Which, wow. I don't feel bad about that at all. <laughs> no, it's funny because no, no. we talked about it. We thought, should we get a theme song or should we get some art for something for a future project? Like our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, so no, ironically... No pressure <laughs> at all on my Ironically, <laughs> yeah, guys. So we took the money donated to us already. Um, and we put it towards the art to have Bun Bun do the commission for our Patreon page. Which, besides um, paying off, well, the rest of the commission, I guess. We'll also then be going into getting theme music and other fun thingamadoodads that we could have here on the podcast. Like paying, you know, celebrities, you know, all your favorite celebrities to come be on here. Because <laughs> they won't come otherwise. <laughs> Thanks, g <-Fake. laughs> Yeah. Hold on. I, I, is, is there, like, I would love to hear um, in the comments on, when this is on YouTube or in the live chat, uh, if there's anyone you would like to see on the podcast. That'd be kind of interesting. Or just let I us mean... know that you really want Bun Bun to be on every episode. No, no, that's fine. I, <laughs> my nerves can't take it. Although I would, I mean, I'm always up to see more Panda Bunny Studios partners on the stream. I think it'd be interesting to get different sets in on different days. I mean, chat, you know, convenient segue to next week's episode where we have two Bun Bun partners on the episode. Ew. For our Pride Month episode, we have Nerdy Birdie and Lila. Oh, oh, I was about to, I was like, wait, us. we do? I have already <laughs> forgotten what next, next week is. That's about as far as we got planned, so. Um, yeah, oh. no, that is true. Oh. Well, also, um, I'm going to go ahead and address the Moonbot in the room. Uh, for those watching on YouTube and are going, what the hell is that art on the left? That amazing art. Uh, this is the uh, character design for Moonbot, if anyone is unfamiliar with it. This was designed by Bun Bun, and I swatted it out for Sukuna, gave Sukuna a break this week, because I want all the art on, on this podcast today to be Bun Bun art. So, gotta got, got promote all that Bun Bun art. That is true. All three uh, PNGs were done, by, were done by you. I didn't even think of that. Oh, my writer. That and, like, M&Ms and stuff for the, you know. Uh, they were out of green. I hope you're okay with blue. Oh, you see, I'm really not. So do you, I guess do I you have to the, go now. Do you know the origin behind that? It sounds really familiar. I know. So the first person, yeah, the first band to do it that was crazy like that was Van Halen. Yeah. 
And they did it because it was included in a contract. And what they were worried about was that when they would give a venue a contract stating everything that they would want, they were worried they weren't reading it. They would just sign them and skip everything, including uh, crucial things like the actual required items, security, stuff like that. So they started putting in weird little tidbits here and there. So if they go into their dressing room and it's, there's a bowl of blue M&Ms, they know that they actually read their contract, the writer. You know, Fun fact. I love that. As someone who occasionally writes contracts and notices <sighs> that no one ever reads them. Hey! Um... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I resent that. Yeah. Okay? Same. All right? I went through that contract very explicitly. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I also well, yelled not at everyone you. Did. <laughs> yes, and I know not everyone after did. After the fact, and I was like, I, 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 I wrote it though. Yeah, that, that's oh. true. I was gonna say make it the length of like a terms of service agreement, and I yeah. probably won't read it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I'm, no, thank what? you. That's way too long. <laughs> okay. First of all, at least, you know, when I'm signing up with an amazing business partner like Budman, I'm going to read the contract no matter how long it is, you know, but maybe I'm just weird like that because I can read. That long? <laughs> I, I thought I kept it pretty short. Your, no, your, your contract you, short you as did. hell. Your, it, was, okay. it was. It was very easy to read. <laughs> not, not that we have okay, any evidence because we can't really show off the contract to people, but, right. you know. <laughs> no, secret. It's secret. You guys like, will have to take our word for granted. <laughs> that Wait, if you so, ever... I, so I should so okay. I'll just I'll just put this away 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 then. My bad. I, I thought we were gonna read it. I guess that'll be another day. <laughs> That's a Patreon exclusive. That's Sorry. a Patreon Okay. You know what? Five thousand dollar tier for the Patreon exclusive, and we'll read you the contract. There, Ooh, there you go. I like that. Can we read it like it's a romantic novel? I would appreciate that. In fact, it yeah. can only be read like a romance novel or yeah, really poor fan fiction. Either I don't see what the difference is. I'm pretty sure romantic novels are literally so, poor fan fiction. Not not all fan fiction is not all fan fiction is romance. Most of it. <laughs> but uh not all of it, I would argue. <laughs> So, TP, oh. you want to ask our guest the first question that I think you have in mind? Uh, so, yeah, Bun Bun, uh, to clarify for anyone just coming into the live chat right now, the, our guest for today is our sponsor that we talk about every week, Panda Bunny Studios. Uh, Bun Me. Bun, so do you want to, like, start us off with the process of how you decided to give birth to Panda Bunny Studios, basically from nothing? Mm. Origin well. story. Oh, the origin story. It was a dark and foggy night. No, so... <laughs> Damn, for anyone I've... who feels old now getting that reference. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't call me out. All right. <laughs> so, I have been making art, making stickers my whole life. But I tended to go through different companies like Redbubble, like a few others. And last year I decided, you know what? I can do this. Of course I can do this. So uh, stimulus came around and I invested in myself. So I have a Epson EcoTank printer and a Cricut Maker. 
And that's pretty much what I use to make okay, stickers. Do you, do you want to clarify what those are for people who are not well-versed in stickers? Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I, yes, I am curious. How do you, how do you define these printers? I'm curious. So the Epson EcoTank, um, it has different, like, literal tanks inside of it. Mm. You can just refill the ink instead of buying cartridges. So, oh. so it's better for the earth, and it's more cost-effective. That's um, a lot more cost-effective, I imagine. Way <laughs> cost-effective. Like, I've only had to refill, I think, one of the colors once so far. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I print a lot. So, um, the Cricut Maker is a cutting machine. What it does is it scans in the printed sticker sheet, checks out the um, black guidelines that print out, and then it cuts them for me, if that makes sense. Dang. That, that, I mean, well, first of all, good job on actually investing yourself when you say you're investing yourself compared to when people normally go investing ourselves and then we just buy, you know, a PS5. Unless you're not. Ah, uh, fuck you, fuck. <laughs> you suck. All right, anyone in chat, anyone wondering on that? I have been wanting a PS5 since they came out. I have tried. Every time Walmart and Best Buy say, guess what, guys? We got a new stock coming up. I've tried. And to see these, these people on YouTube, like, blowing them up and giving them away... Fuck you, all right? That, I, my fault. Well, I'll dial oh, back. No, I, it's, it's allowed. It's allowed. That's exactly how I feel. Um, oh. I, was, I was one of those crazy beans that um, the day it was released, sat on the PC for eight hours, clicking refresh. Um, I did manage to get one, so I'm glad to hear you have one, too. I don't have one. <laughs> I thought you said you got one. I thought you said you got one. All right, well then I don't have one, and you don't know about it. Oh my gosh! Jeez, I'm I thought you were going to my side. I was so excited. I thought we were going to get to play games. No, you just flexed on me. Thank you. Well, here's my PS4. <laughs> well, also fun oh. fact, fun fact, fun fact. Okay, okay. So I don't know if it's still possible to buy the Legend of Zelda Game and Watch for the 35th anniversary, but what? it is averaging a um, hundred dollars at minimum on eBay right now. I don't know if it's being scalped or what, but gosh. There, there is a. Uh, or I'd be cool. Hey, yeah, at least you could buy it used uh, for like six fifty, sixty dollars. It seems, but man. Yeah, scalpers, not cool. Not cool. Don't agree with it. Don't like it. Stop it. I I did hear that this uh particular item at least lasted more than thirty minutes before running out. The, uh, I, I feel bad. I think I need to like now sit on the computer for another eight hours until we get one for Noctis. I'm sorry. I just PS5? it's in yeah, my no. head now. No, don't, don't, no, bother. don't bother because <laughs> it, it's just content. Yeah. 
No, the only reason I really want one is Forbidden Horizon West. Forbidden uh, Zero Dawn is my favorite game ever, and when they announced the sequel for this, I got so excited. Noctis, and... let's let's be honest. <sighs> I think the reason most people want PS5 is for one of the three, on uh, you know, console exclusive games that are actually good. Well, isn't that how most consoles are at launch? Yes, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I feel like uh, if you were to get like a PS5 and you only had Horizon Zero, like Horizon Zero West or whatever it's called, I, I feel like you'd be a content, content with that. Like, personally, I go, you know what, let me actually play Horizon Zero Dawn again with actual frames on my stream before I, like, get a console for that one game. But, on the PS4. No, that's you can play it on the PS4. It, it's, it's a, it is a fantastic game. That's where I, I did it. play it on the PS4, but back when I used to stream that game, I barely had frames, so people couldn't really watch it that much. I mean, the, P the PC version when it came out wasn't, wasn't ideal. <laughs> yeah, I never touched the PC version. Yeah. So it's apparently they did a bunch of updates. It's supposed to be really nice. So back to Bud <laughs> Bud, you know, this after flexing the PS5 on us. All right. So what do we all need uh, to be to start our own store? We need um, a great economic printer, um, something to cut the stickers and a PS5. Yeah. I mean, that's what I use. <laughs> oh, jeez. I feel so bad. <laughs> Look, it's, it's fine. It's, it's great. Like, if you're not flexing on me, then T-Fay would be flexing on me at this point. Oh man, I feel like I'm not allowed to get a PS5 because it's just asking to flex on Noctis. Um, oh my god. Well, to be fair, I I I would understand. I I would understand that impulse. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even care about the games. I just like I just need a flex on Noctis. I gotta use it as a I gotta use it as a stand to put my PS4 on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be funny. And that not very would be stable. A great one. No, no. It, I'm maybe I have to wait until like the PS4 gets or the PS5 gets like a uh, like a an upgrade, and we get to see it in a sleeker, more powerful version. PS5 like the, the Slim. The Slim. Yeah. I That'd would nice. enjoy a PS5 Slim. Um, yeah. I mean, there's the argument of the Slim version, quote unquote, is the digital only version of the PS5? Yeah, How no. slim that is, is that slim. really? Uh, uh, not much more summer. <laughs> question from the live chat. Uh, do you use Procreate, Bun Bun? Absolutely, I do. Okay, I did... what the heck is Procreate for anyone okay, who doesn't Okay, so know? <laughs> I actually started with a program called Clip Studio, um, formerly awesome. known as, I think it was Manga Studio at one point. Uh, that um, I understand. <laughs> right. And that is kind of like the best alternative to Photoshop, but for illustrators. Um, last year, at about this time, my husband got me a iPad and I switched over to Procreate. Procreate is a drawing app. Um, I think it's specifically for iPads. I'll, there's a lot of gesture. There's a lot of um, kind of hidden features. And so that's kind of just what I use now. Um, you can use all the Photoshop brushes, though, which is really nice. Ooh. So oh. I didn't have to buy a ton more brushes. I could just import the ones I already had. Um, Apple, you ever want to sponsor um, the podcast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit us up. <laughs> yes. 
That's what they, that's what Apple was waiting for. They were waiting for our invitation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I will take payment in Apple Pen tips because they're expensive and I run through them. Please, Apple. Can you hear me? Okay. I don't know if they got that, but. I'll... What about pineapple <laughs> pen tips? <laughs> pineapple. Oh God. Oh. oh man. Nope. Sorry, we were we were sponsored by the Google Pixel, so uh, you'll have to make deal with whatever the the Google version of the Apple Skynet wants hey, to give me. You know, I will say, uh, my first year of teaching, I had to interrupt my class because my students were mad. I didn't know what pineapple pen was. They're like, no, no, you have to get on your phone and look this up. We refuse to keep going. Really? <laughs> I I'll be honest. I don't know. I is that the the app the pineapple pen Apple? Yeah. I, I, I remember that from years from uh from YouTube Rewind. Yeah, it's basically it's basically it's basically a, I don't know. A, could you call it a YouTube meme? I guess you could call it a YouTube meme. It's basically uh, just yeah. a sh really short viral YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, so like really it has a, some... it, so it was a, a a TikTok on YouTube. Uh yes, you could say, you could say it was a, <laughs> it was basically like that. Um but yeah, no, well, that, that's also, just what I hear when yeah. I hear Apple pens. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that. Um, okay, it... I had I I was I had one for you for you, Bun Bun. Uh, <laughs> so art block, I'm sure you've dealt with before. Yeah. So trigger, I'm this going to be a stress trigger warning for people. How do oh, you get around God. art block when? Your art needs to be done, like, right away. You don't have any time to waste. How so... do you get around art block? <laughs> um, I make time, and I know that might sound a little weird. I will put my tablet, my pencil, down, um, and just leave the room. You just got to get out of there. Got to get away from it as fast as you can. Um get something really delicious to eat or drink. Um, and then I just inspiration hunt. Well, yeah, because I know, like, normally when you're facing art block, writer's right. block, take your pick. Um, right. Usually getting away from the situation usually helps. Yeah, but it kind I, of clears your like, head a little bit. I was curious, like, is that still your go-to, even in a situation when the art needs to be done, like, yesterday? Right, because if I'm to rush through it, um, and I can't even take 10 minutes to reset, mm. then the final product is not going to be what the client wants. It's not, it's not if... going to be worth it in the end, and there will be more edits later that take me even more time. So those little 10 minutes of self-care, I think, are pretty important. I feel like just hmm. asking, putting hard deadlines on art commissions is just generally counterintuitive to begin with. Because if you have, yeah, it's either going to be, they're going to finish it by the time you want it anyway, or B, they're going to, you know, rush to finish it, and then it's either going to be not as great or it's going to require more work after it was due anyway. That's see, how I, I, feel about I don't know. It. I see, I'm, I'm curious how. Like, so at work, when, like, let's say company A comes in and says, hey, we're starting a new company, we need a logo, and we need to get a, uh, like, a quote, like a proof, here's um, some down money, 
we want to see what you guys come up with. And they, but they do this with like three or four businesses, and we all have like three days to come up with something for them. And I know that if I don't, I have three other companies that that will come up with something. That's right. what you do so, in, in instances like that. So for me, I would take um, I w I would take all of the things that they are looking for, any references, color swatches, um, little bites of aesthetic. If they're like, oh, I really like the feeling of this, whatever. Gather it all up, look it all over, and then, like I said, I book it. <laughs> Leave the room, walk outside. Go really, I really leave, fast. I leave those in my head, and I sit in the garden. I go get the mail, whatever it is, and those are still in there cooking. That's fair. And by the time I come back, which it shouldn't take that long to go get the mail or whatever, um, I should have an idea. At that point, I do about three to five sketches. Um, I narrow it down to which of those I like. If I don't like any of them, I just keep sketching. Um, very loose gesture drawing to try and get like the proper feel. If that makes sense. I'm, I'm curious uh, how many of the other artists in the community are like that. Yeah, I, I well, because like, I don't know if it, uh, how other artists in the community like treat their art commissions. Like for me, it's a it's a it's a eight to five job. It's something I don't like. I have that time to be creative with. I don't I don't flex as much. I guess. Okay. I mean, um, for me, when I get one, if it's if you guys know that I have office hours, but if I get something and I can't figure it out within my office hours, um, I, I work nights. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's that is also true. Night is usually when inspiration comes a little easier. Um, also, specific colors at certain times of day are also a little bit easier. So when someone would come to me asking for something, and they said, "Oh, we need it in a week," I'll be like, "Okay, well, you know," and I'd portion out the time on, "Okay, how much do I get to think on this? How much is sketching?" After sketching, obviously, is seeking approval. Uh, once we get approval, lining, that kind of thing. And I kind of um, budget my time, if that makes sense. No, I definitely get yeah. that. I mean, I know that I come up with uh, some of my best, I guess you could say, stream innovations, updates, whatever, on my days off. Right. <laughs> when I'm when like... you're watching other streamers to steal them from? <laughs> kind of. It's like, I think it's kind of like my mentality of I'm supposed to be working, right? Like. For um, I suppose it works. So my mind's like in kind of like thinking of streams a lot more, but I'm not actually streaming. So I kind of like focus all that energy into like just looking at my overlay, seeing if there's any edits that I want to make. Um, right. you know, any new channel awards? Looking through my channel awards, my sound alerts. Yeah, and honestly, as you joke, Noctis, but ripping off of other streamers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It's so, that's what that's what we tell streamers is go watch popular streamers, pick out what you like and cop and obviously don't copy it exactly, but work it into how you stream. It it, it works. I, I'm telling you. 
Right. And <laughs> I mean, I do that too. I go and I watch other artists and to me, it's not so much ripping them off as it's finding inspiration in like minds. So like, for instance, me and my dad have been doing a lot of big murals. Um, and he told me off the bat, just go for it. Just do what you want to do. I taught you how to draw. I know you'll be fine. Just do it. Um, and so we've kind of taught each other different techniques with um, different shapes, different like shading techniques, things like that. And I, I think it's really helpful when you have someone else who's in the same field as you, um, kind of checking their work with you and vice versa. So when you do a mural on a wall, do you guys paint it by hand? Or do you guys get it printed out onto material and install that material? Oh no, it's painted by hand. That's it. That, so do you draw it out beforehand, like on your iPad, to get an idea of what you're going to do? Yeah, so, so far, um, we've been growing my dad's side of it. So he'll do a couple thumbnails um, and work out with the client what works and what doesn't work. He'll get the dimensions and make a grid. Um, then when it's time for us to go paint, he will draw the grid out on the wall and start sketching in the details. I'll follow behind, um, do lines and block colors. And then we both just, uh, I don't really know how to explain it, just finish the painting. We both go in there and we, <laughs> we add both, things. We like, all do it. <laughs> right. We do the thing. No, so it's, uh, how do I explain it? So, like, we'll step <laughs> back, we'll look at it, and we'll go, what does this need? And I'll be like, well, that figure over there could use more shadow or I see that you put a lot of ground in this landscape but I think you're missing some scrub brushes and some little pebbles and then I'll just go hmm. put those in okay fair enough do you have a favorite sticker you've done so far like for sticker? you're just are yeah. you asking Bun Bun to play favorites among her children, Narcus? I mean, how many, how many of the partners are watching the, the podcast? If there was ever a time to ask, now wow. <laughs> well, in all it... honesty, it would be one of my stickers, not one of the partner stickers. Not that I don't love all the partners, but See? there's something different <laughs> when it's something that. I have drawn for me, and all of my designs are for me, if that makes sense. Wow. So, okay, go ahead. Um, there's one, I don't know if it's still in the shop. I called it Love Alive. It's a cute little skeleton um, who has a cartoony heart. I in their will chest. look that up. And that is probably my favorite. It's actually based on a sketch I did probably six years ago that I loved so much. It was my um, little icon. It, it is there. Um, for anyone watching the live chat or the live stream or YouTube, I will throw it on the screen uh, for people to see what the sticker is. Or you can just go check out the store. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, I remember. I remember that one. Th th there so, is the uh, sticker. 
The reason why I like this so much is because to me it leans a little bit rubber hose style, which is that okay. classic like 30s early 40s, yep. right, right, early Mickey Mouse kind of a feeling to it without being too much. Um it's also one of the first times that I worked with um texture in my stickers. And in my designs, I had kept everything very polished and almost flat for a long time. Um, just while I was working on shapes and lining and, you know. Uh, yeah, for example, for, uh, I was going to say, uh, for people in the chat that are curious, Cuphead, I think, is a classic example of it. Right, um, and then, exactly. Uh, or anyone that watched Steven Universe, the movie. Mm. <laughs> We're going to get really specific. Uh, the, the bad guy, Spinal. Spinal, whatever. Confirm, Bun Bun is the artist for Steven Universe, the movie. A confirmed. <laughs> hey, I don't though. Controversial opinion. I don't like Steven Universe. Oh wow! Now, sorry. You know what? Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know who we could get on for this, but we need to have an episode on TV shows, old cartoons, and all that kind of stuff. All right, D just see I mean... who we could trigger. With that, you know, oh I'll my be there gosh! For that. <laughs> um, <laughs> if anyone wants to be there to talk about TV shows, hit us up. Um, well, speaking <laughs> of style, this is uh, something I've seen on uh, happening on Twitter. People discuss this, and obviously, you know, it's Twitter, so everyone's gonna decide with whoever made the initial post, and you know, completely biased opinions. But basically, uh, to TLDR, and I'll go into more details. Are styles property to the person using them so not necessarily the art literally just the style of how you draw or make art so i saw this out this is in reference to a game um so the uh there was a game that was coming out and i'm not gonna name any names so nobody gets um attacked on the internet uh but let's Correct. just yeah so let's uh yeah well no it wasn't actually stardew valley that i'm using but i'll use stardew valley as a no. reference uh, Coward, it, <laughs> call call him out. You know, start <laughs> so, controversy. So let's just pretend it was Stardew Valley because it's pixel art, right? Which makes us just really so. Let let's say someone else is to make a a farm sim game um, using pixel art, and they're not trying to copy Stardew Valley at all, but basically, like because they got they really like Stardew Valley, they inherently were inspired by Stardew Valley, um, and it looked very similar. And to the point where people were saying that they were just copying Stardew Valley, even though they weren't using, like, the same characters or they weren't using, like, the same art, like, the literal art, you know, whatever you would call it, the models, as it were, whatever the equivalent is in pixel art. Right. But it was very obvious that they were using that style. And so there was a there'd be a controversy um, to the point where the, the person using, copying the Stardew Valley style said they're going to change their style because they felt bad and so they guess the question is like do artists have rights over their uh, style so i mean that's kind of a controversial opinion that's uh <laughs> question personally i don't believe so and here's why so if you've created something in a style like a, a specific style that's never, ever been done, if you somehow manage to do that, no one is going to be as good at it as you are. 
And to me, yeah, it, uh... it hinders the craft to not share that. Like, if yeah. you make an amazing recipe, like, if the first person who made chocolate chip cookies was then like, no one else can make chocolate chip cookies. There can be no chocolate chips in any cookies. I'll sue you. If, like, yeah. then if, we wouldn't if have... Had, if they had the legal ability back right. then, they would have done that. You know that, Probably. right? Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But I believe it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, isn't that, like, how it comes... Like, how specific a copyright slash trademark can be? Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, obviously, and, legally, all right, legally, you can't copyright a style. But it's right. more like, I guess, is it morally wrong to copyright like to copy a style like if you just let let's say you've read a certain manga so many times you know that you're just like let's say even an iconic one like dragon ball z right you know that art style you look at it you know exactly what it is like you don't right. see that anywhere else you know like you'll play dragon question like that's dragon ball z characters it's like let's say you are so immersed in that art like let's just say bun bun without realizing it you started making your own stickers in that art style right now you're not literally selling dragon ball characters as stickers you're not using their ip or anything like that but you're very obviously using that art style and like let's you know let's just say people are going to be butthurt about that because it's the internet would you like change your art style according like to be less obviously someone else's that okay <laughs> so it's tricky I, I think what's important is how both artists feel about it if someone is super super protective and they're like i don't like the way you drew that line that is my way of drawing that line then i don't think it's worth the stress of it but i do feel like styles aesthetics techniques should be shared um so do you believe again, the technique itself or just the style because that feels like a I, different argument. i would i would say like both like if say it was dragon say ball z and if i'm drawing a dragon ball z character but it's noctis instead am i taking money away from dragon ball z can I get that sticker? Oh my god. I don't know that style. You got me so excited. I wish the sticker was animated because you can just hear. You can just hear the smile on Noctis's face right now. Oh my gosh. I don't want Dragon Ball Z. I want Dragon Ball. Draw me as a little kid like Goku. That's all I'm asking. Little kid like Goku. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about, and we'll, uh,. Yeah, we'll see about actually, that. <laughs> uh, actually, okay, wait. So if you're going to be copying other people's style, I'd rather go for uh, One Piece. <laughs> I am oh. actually currently watching One Piece, you and know? I picked so up good. a few things. But, but here, so, good. <laughs> so here's the thing. The styles, if you can perfectly replicate it where they cannot tell the difference, that in mm. of itself is a skill, right? Yes. Right. Um, there is something to be say said about like licensed characters. I don't believe you should use someone else's character. Yeah, um, back, back unless you're licensed, <laughs> of course. Agreed. Um, but if you drew me in a straw hat, 
Right. <laughs> and, I mean, my straw hat might not be perfectly identical to his straw hat. I'm not sure how like, he does the textures. So <laughs> isn't, isn't copying people's drawings like how most people get their start as an artist? Because like yeah. if you look at deviant art and every eight year old uh, OC Sonic character, uh, <laughs> it does exactly. feel like a lot of people get their start copying other styles. I mean, right. and... no. So oh, I was sorry, gonna say, go is is there a, there there is something to be said? You know, when you say like straw hat is that one piece, I'm like. How much similar can you take from something before it's actually just copying them? Like, let's say the One Piece thing. If Bun Bun gave Tsukino a red vest, shorts, and a straw hat, is that One Piece Tsukino? Right, so uh... it would be um, Tsukino cosplaying as uh, Luffy. Luffy? Luffy. 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 Yeah. All right. I second guessed myself. Anyway, and that is cute, but I don't think it would take money away from like the One Piece franchise or anything like that. No, now, if they wanted to come in yeah. and say your character cannot cosplay as our characters, then, you know, there's some debate there. I think as long as you're not using Luffy in this case, right. as because as, Luffy's the character, that's the IP. Right. The 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 small tech like pieces of like the vest, the shorts, the hat. Right. Uh, maybe if you gave uh, Sukino stretchy powers, then maybe it starts getting a little too close. But even yeah. nowadays, like it's not the same. Like back in the forty late forties, when Captain Marvel overtook Superman in terms of popularity, DC sued, and mm -hmm. the courts found in DC's favor that Captain Marvel was too similar. But right. most People agree, most historians agree nowadays, that wouldn't have gone the same way. Right. It and would have protected it. That's kind of why I feel like the artist should have some dialogue. I like to, whenever, well, I ask for permission <laughs> before I draw anyone fan art or things like that. Um, I try other artists. I will reach out to them go, hey, I love the way that you did hat shading on this. Can I try that? So, you know, just because it feels like the bases are covered, everyone's <laughs> chill, we can share. It's, yeah. So but I know not everyone uh, has that ability. Confirmed PB has Toriyama's and Oda's uh, personal cell phone numbers. That's very okay, okay. weird flex, but we appreciate it. Can we get a <laughs> can we get a manga series of stickers for each of the uh, each of the partners gets a sticker made in their favorite manga style? That like... would actually be a very good idea. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna open up oh. my iPad <laughs> and write this down. Yeah, I gotta write oh, this down. God. I I didn't have I usually have notes or something open when I'm watching stream, but I'm participating so. That's no fair. Worries, I, no worries. Should we? They, 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 should we take notes? Um, <laughs> my notes are the recording. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to listen to it though. I lived it. <laughs> I lived it. Also, you know, I basically live and breathe, you know, streams. So it, it's pretty ingrained in my mind. I do think there is space to be original while using other styles. And I think it's important as an artist to be flexible and to learn different techniques. 
Because if you stay, if you stay in a bubble, the whole time your style will develop slower and more originally, like to yourself. But you're missing out on all the different flavors, I guess. If that makes sense. Great segue to streaming right there. You hear that, streamers? <laughs> Don't just get stuck in that, you know, I'm going to do what this streamer does because they're successful bubble. You know, find your own flavor. Don't just be Noctis. Yeah, I, I tried playing Among Us with AOC. That bitch would not return my phone call. Can you believe her? <laughs> she had the chance to be successful. Sucks to be her. Yes. What is she doing lately? She was only <laughs> she was only the one of the most bit watched like probably the biggest stream on Twitch, unaffiliated, Ever, yeah. never even had a stream, just decided to play Among Us and boom, that. Okay. Well, so, quick, uh, quick aside question for it. So if let's say you start, let's say you have that popularity of AOC, you create a Twitch account. And you have one stream that's really successful. Uh, would that would that be would that count for being becoming an affiliate or slash partner? Like, can your average be only one stream? Uh, your averages have to count uh, over a set period of time. So basically, oh, you have to stream a certain number of times. I forgot. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> That I is forgot how the they, requirement. Uh, also, they generally, at least for a partner, I'm not sh I don't think it counts for affiliate, but at least for a partner, they do acknowledge view counts boosted by raids. So if you're averaging 10, let's say you're Whoa. affiliate, and you're averaging 10 people a stream, but every day, for every stream for 30 days, you're raided by PewDiePie, um, you're not going to get partner. <laughs> wow, that's good to know. Controversial. I yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So just just a reminder for anyone listening, you if you get um if you end up getting to like over seventy five average view count over a month, and you're applying for partner, it is not guaranteed. Unlike affiliate, affiliate is when you hit the requirements, you're guaranteed. It's just a winning game. Partnered, you could literally be rejected ten times, even if you always meet the requirements. Wow. Okay. I mean that that makes sense it, though. Yeah. It's the only reason T Face not partner. He's been rejected. You know, times. kind of like it's okay. If, You'll it's get like there, bud. Partner, you know? Is this a sore <laughs> subject for you? <laughs> no, this is just, this is just everyone keeps First of all, wow. Okay. Okay, hold up, hold up. All right, it wasn't a sore subject, but now I feel like I should make it a sore subject. Oh my god, my eyes are watering. Oh, it's all right. God. I've got a PS5. We're cool. Oh my god. Oh wow. Oh, that's amazing. All right, I. <laughs> that's awesome. Um. <laughs> I, I was literally going to say, it's kind of like when, you know, you apply for, I guess you could say when you apply for a partner of anything, right? You know, you, uh, like, let's just say when applying for, uh, to be a partner with Bun Bun, right? Like, just because you meet the requirements doesn't mean you're going to get in for whatever reason. Like, that's just life. If you meet the requirements for applying for a job, are you guaranteed that job? Like, give me this job. I meet your requirements. I went to college.
I mean, nowadays, <laughs> nowadays probably, yeah. <laughs> like most places are taking whoever they'll get. <laughs> well, uh, two years ago when it was picky, no, probably not. I mean, well, yeah. I think it depends on the field. I think it depends on the field. I I feel like um, uh, so even like at least in education, I feel like requirements nowadays when you're applying is what have you been doing uh during these like what what are your thoughts in the last two years and are you ready to try to recover from it because i feel like teaching in 21 22 is going to be vastly different than, yeah than pre-pandemic so. even if it's still in the classroom it's gonna be like picking up pieces right uh. <laughs> I mean, even now, it seems to be very, very different and very confusing. People don't know where they're going, what they're doing. Lots of strong opinions. That's true. So, um, pandemic. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you're if you're comfortable with this, you don't. You can just opt out of it. Like when Tipe tried to make me argue that we shouldn't make games accessible for disabled people. I appreciate that, by the way, even today. <laughs> <laughs> you can opt out. What did you do before you made stickers, if you're cool with that? Um, like, career-wise? Or art-wise? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, like, before uh, PB, uh, before Panda Bunny Studios, it's like, a lot of us, like, um, a bunch of people only started getting into streaming because the pandemic hit, and they're, all of a sudden they're at home all day. What do you do with your time? Oh, I know, I'll start streaming. Oh, okay. So, um, hmm. We're I getting the panda bunny. A lot <laughs> of kind of odd jobs here and there. Um, I worked for a long time at Target, mm. guest service, uh, receptionist, um, cashier, different positions. Um, I did a few months at my uncle's mail shop. Um, I've just kind of worked. A bunch of different small things here and there. Um, so then, I am been, certified oh, okay. as a veterinary assistant, which means I can hold a dog still. Um, and I can also clean up poop, which is great. Um, other than that, I'm a housewife. Things said out of context. <laughs> I can right. clean up poop. That's I great. can do it. <laughs> I know how to do it. <laughs> You know what? That's fair. I can't. I I would not add that to my list of things I can do. <laughs> hey, you know it cost money and was a lot of schooling to be able to do that. So, <laughs> I, I, I guess so. You, I was gonna say you've been artistic all your life, because you said you were making stickers all your life. So this artistic, this artistic ability slash like job didn't come from anything before. It was just last year spur of the moment hey i got a bunch of money because of the pandemic i'm gonna become i'm gonna uh, make stickers for a living i've done um i've done commissions on and off um i've done tattoo designs logo work um i've done a lot of like corporate flyers as weird as that sounds Different uh, little images for that. Probably not um, as weird for Noctis as you may think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different charities, just little things like that. And it was just always my goal to be able to sell my art, distribute it in some way. Um, and after bouncing around a couple different websites, I settled on Redbubble, 
because I was like, great, they'll make it. I can upload whatever I want. Um, and I, I've had my own issues with them. I won't get too much into it because, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, call them out. They're not going to sponsor SPV. Yeah, no, no, no. 100%. Voice, you're We're concerned. not worried about Redbubble not sponsoring us. Etsy, if you still want to sponsor us, we love you. But Redbubble. Yeah. Redbubble. I have issues with Etsy, too. Don't get me started. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and I've, I've done murals. I've just all kinds of stuff. Usually with helping my dad, they weren't at so much like my original art. Um paintings, things like that. And it just kind of felt like a natural jump. Stickers. Okay, I'm a big fan of sticker graffiti. I don't know how many people in the community know about that, but it's like Let's you have nobody. Like, <laughs> yeah. like sticker bombing something or what do you th- what are you talking about? Kind of. Graffiti? So obviously, I mean the traditional form of graffiti is to go in with spray cans. And yeah. the problem with that is you have to be super fast and people are going to chase you. It's, it's illegal. It's going to be a problem. Um, but more recently, <laughs> there's been things. graffiti. Right, right. No, don't, don't do it unless um, you're a really fast runner. So <laughs> Yeah, wait. Sticker graffiti. Wait, graffiti is where Pepe draws a line, but wearing a hoodie in Phoenix in 120 degree weather. I yeah, am not going to promote illegal activities on the podcast. Thank you very much. So, so then there's there's yarn bombing where people knit or crochet and wrap it around a structure. Um, there's also like tile graffiti where they'll do a mosaic. Um, there's like space invaders, things like that that people really quick will um, cement to a surface. And okay. I noticed that some of the I don't know, like, you, <sighs> how do I explain this? I didn't realize that. On the college campus that I was at, um, I mean, it, they take care of it. Everything looks nice. But every once in a while, I would catch a glimpse of art. And it would be a sticker that someone just really quick stuck to the side of something. But it would be different and unique. And I'd wonder, where did that come from? Who made it? And I just thought it was kind of beautiful that they were able to hide little pieces of art just, you know, wherever they could find a space. And it's it's almost like a treasure hunt in that way. Like, if I see a new sticker, I'm excited. (laughs) That's like a whole thing. Are we talking, like, one single sticker on one wall? Is that what you're describing? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, because, like, I, I've been to Portland. I've been to a right. bunch of the uh, western cities. And a lot of places, you'll see these, like, sticker bombed. Uh, I think one of my favorite was the side of Voodoo Donuts in oh, Portland, yeah. Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> nothing but stickers. Usually, they're, like, local band stickers. Right. But it's, they're, it's, it's amazing seeing the thousands of stickers that people have put on this wall that come from everywhere right i agree i love that art i think it's i think it's cool a cool collection yeah and sticker bombing in and of itself is such a creative interesting thing because you have a set amount of stickers of shapes of size if you're doing it just for yourself 
And then you have to figure out a design that feels cohesive but not smothering. It's very interesting. I can't do it. It's very interesting. <laughs> I cannot do it. There's stickers are too. When you put them on, they don't want to come off for me to like. Right. Make it. Okay, I agree. I I I will state this this one time on the uh, podcast. Uh, I do agree with Tife on this. I have a hard time putting stickers down. Because it feels like once I stick it down, that's where it's going to be for eternity. So you get so caught up with making sure you don't want to ever move it, that you never put a sticker down. <laughs> I do that a little uh, bit too. I have a box, and every cool sticker I get goes into the box. But every time I get something that just looks empty or blank, I go, okay, it's time to put stickers on this. That, and I pick that's through. basically what I do. <laughs> yeah, and I select out the stickers that go together, and I... I do my best sticker bombing. It's not perfect. I'm working on it, but I don't think sticker bombing could ever be perfect. Right. It's kind no, of a chaotic yeah. art form. I think the idea it's but like it, it's it not supposed so cool. to be perfect. It, right. It's cool. It's cool when you're not the one making it because you just have to look yeah. at a final product. Yeah, right? but I've never tried sticker bombing something with like. So if I were to like, so at my work, we do uh, cranial helmets. Uh, a lot. Some newborns, when they're born, they don't have a fully developed skull, so they wear these helmets that help develop the skull into the proper shape. And I've had my boss suggest that do a sticker bomb on it, and I can't do it because it involves coming up with like a hundred stickers of random sizes, different shapes, and all that, and applying it to the surface. I can't bring myself to do it. It's yeah. too chaotic. I hate it. Ah. Yeah. And I, I think no art is ever perfect. I think it's always kind of a progress learning game. Um, that being said, I've seen some amazing sticker bombs that were just really impressive. I, uh, when I go through, uh, once again, bragging about all the places I've been. <laughs> Down this in Denver. Uh, to not just talking about his vacations. <laughs> Okay, so vacation number 17. All right. Uh, pretty awesome. We're down in Denver, and they have a Dutch Bros coffee. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Dutch Bros, but usually they're about the size of, like, a coffee shack. They have people come out. They can uh, take your orders, so that by the time you get your, through the drive-thru, they have the order ready for you. So they have all these little posts lining up to the building, obviously mm -hmm. that are meant to keep you from crashing into the building or nice. driving onto their lawn. It, when you're sitting there for 15 minutes, obviously people are going to reach out and put a sticker down. So they have like 10 posts and they're all covered with band stickers. Uh, I I, don't, cool. I haven't seen any Panda Bunny uh, stickers, oh, but I'll look next time. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I, if, if I, I need see to give that, you I'll one to put picture. on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, and it's, uh, it's cool because you see a blend of old stickers they were put there by people years before right. and these new stickers by bored teenagers that have a bunch of zoomies and their bam stickers i love bam. that it's, it's i don't know i love it i love it <laughs> find out next week where noctis tells us about his vacation number 33 okay vacation number 33 was pretty awesome so here we are, down in the Congo in whoa, South whoa, America, whoa, right? Whoa, 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 save it for the <laughs> Patreon. 
Oh, fair, fair enough. You'll have to hear about <laughs> our adventure in the Congo on our Patreon. <laughs> Couldn't even say it with a straight face. But I've never been to the Congo. I am whiter than hey, a piece hey, of freshly I can, made paper. I will make up a story on the spot for the Patreon about us going to the Congo. Well, that's e it's easy to make up something. I'm just saying I'll never go because... I burn. Okay, first of all, you say it's easy <laughs> like to make up stuff, but there's a reason that everyone is forcing me to write the fan fiction here, okay? Uh, the Congo is in Africa, not South America. Uh, that, is a, that is a fair point. I am showing my <laughs> skill in geography. I, that, was, that was always wow. my weakness. <laughs> Well, I, I know history, I can do math, I can do science. Geography was always one that I struggled with in school. You guys didn't struggle with something in school? Uh, everything. I struggled with everything. Except for art. I did okay at that. <laughs> See, I struggled with art, too. I, I, so, like, for high school, I had to, to graduate, you have to have one art credit. I didn't get that one art credit until my senior year, when I took art one and ceramics one. Those are the only art classes I ever took in all of high school. No, oh, ceramics is fun. Ceramics was uh, was a I lot of fun. That. And then I found out I could have done ceramics one and ceramics two because when so to take ceramics one you have to have art one. They would have waived that, but I didn't know that. So I'm in art one as a senior with a bunch of freshmen. Not fun. Oh, it's not a whole lot of fun. Ew. Yeah, can you mind eighteen right. surrounded by fifteen year olds? <laughs> So, back on, uh, t as much as we want to think of Noctis surrounded by tiny children. So, fun fun. All right. So, you got, so you, you invested yourself, right? You know, longest segue ever, right? So, you invested yourself. You got the store open. But, you know, yeah. you, you have your own stickers, right? That's all great. How did you start about getting partners? Because, you know, like many established successful businesses, see what I did there. Uh, you know, we, we can see everyone wanting to work with you and be partners and stuff like that because the amazing setup you got. But like, obviously, you had to start somewhere, right? You had to start with right. zero partners and you had to say, hey, you know, you want to work with me, invest, you know, your time and brand into me. And I've got basically nothing, you know, besides my art. Right. So I had done some work um, for a friend of mine, BTW Blue. Um, just some emotes, a couple stickers here and there, logo, that kind of a thing. And one day, I, I'd run out of everything to watch, right? So I went on Twitch, hoping that, you know, Kind of Funny or someone that I knew had gone live. And instead, I saw Becca in my suggested streamers. And I was like, who's this person? So I jumped into chat, and we got to talking. And Becca was my first official partner um, because it just turns out that she loves stickers, too. That would explain why hers are so much better than mine. No. <laughs> whoa, whoa, oh. whoa, whoa. Ouch. I, I love, I love uh, Becca's stickers. They're, they're pretty great, so. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't expect it to be what it was like how with all the partners and everything i kind of went into this just i'm gonna sell my art as stickers 
And then I was like, hey, Becca, I've made stickers for another streamer. Would you be interested in stickers? And at first, my plan was just literally to send her some stickers. <laughs> but the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, we could sell these and make it merch. And then I was, it kind of struck me how a lot of the really huge names on Twitch have merch stores. But yeah. the streamers that are starting out don't. And I like to be able to support um, like small artists, small streamers, small businesses whenever I can, in any way I can. And I don't have gobs of money to throw at them. So I thought, well, maybe, maybe I can do art and support them at the same time. No, I think you have a very interesting business model, to be honest. Thank you. Because you're, like, instead of attack, like, instead of getting a lot of these big streamers, uh, they do merch after the thought. Right. A lot of, a lot of streamers uh, build kind of merch into how we stream. So you make us, like, appreciate, like, the fact that anyone would approach any of us and say, hey, I like you enough. Here's some stickers for you to sell. It's just, it's heartwarming and Aww. it's it's endearing. <laughs> well, and that's, but, like, that's kind so of the now thing. Like, that over. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. I've, I've gone to other merch stores and I was like, really? Like, it feels like an afterthought. It doesn't have like a funny, oh, this was something the community built together. It was a, oh, this is their brand name in three different fonts and five different colors kind of exactly. a feel. Oh my so gosh, the TFA yeah. body pillow sticker. I am so excited to buy that <laughs> because like as we as a community can agree, we all want to see TFA on a body pillow. You know what? <laughs> all right, I'll put this on recording. <laughs> All right. If for whatever Ooh, reason, okay. if for whatever reason, like it. we can get to a hundred dollars total on the Patreon when that goes live. At any point, I will commission a body pillow sticker from Bun Bun. Just oh, you guys can need the hell out of it. All right. You we guys have gold now. <laughs> you guys, all right. Feel free to make a command for that. Any of my mods. All right. You guys want a TFA body pillow sticker? All right, for all of your meme pleasures, get to a hundred dollars total on the Patreon. That'll that means a hundred people just need to donate a dollar. That's not even that unrealistic. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a little bit terrifying. I can put, yeah. <laughs> I can put that Tifa uh, body pillow sticker on my Tifa body pillow. That'd be awesome. I'd, I'd that'd be awesome. I'd love it. Yeah, that that's a <laughs> five thousand dollars on the Patreon if you want an actual Tifa body pillow. No, I, but what about the <laughs> one I have that you sent me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man also but but are we allowed to tell the story of how i almost didn't become a bun bun partner because she sure. couldn't find me yeah i'm 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 fine with that i i accept my faults it's cool okay okay <laughs> so guys so as we all know i uh i very big advocate of working with Panda Bunny Studios uh, for my own personal stream. And I basically, uh, you know, I, I didn't really know how to go about being a partner with Bun Bun. You know, when I first, I, I saw that, uh, I saw a bunch of my friends had uh, stickers 
at the time and by friends in this case i mean becca lila and mimi and i was I'm like my gosh i'm not making your name <laughs> uh stickers is you know that's that's really cool i i, I i'm i want to do that and i wasn't really sure how to actually get in on that so i'm just like i was just like looking at the store and i figured there'd be some kind of application process at the time there wasn't all right and i was just like all right, I'm just gonna shamelessly email and ask. I didn't expect it to be a real thing. <laughs> so I, I, okay. I, I just literally emailed Bun Bun and asked, and then, uh, so we we got to talking. Bun Bun was excited to work with me, and eventually Bun Bun's telling me like, yeah. So I actually wanted to work with you before, and I was like, what? How did you want to work with me before? And Bun Bun was like, well, you know, my partners were telling me about you and how I'd love to work with you. I'm like, and why didn't you contact me? I literally have my email on my stream page where you can just appear in the chat. And Bun Bun, do you want to tell people why you didn't contact me before? Talk about it. <laughs> so I'm not the best at spelling or remembering. So I had been told multiple times by all three partners at the time to reach out to Tifei. And I spent probably several hours going through the search bar, typing in like what I thought was Tifei's name and getting random people that didn't make any sense to me. And... Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just I was like too embarrassed to ask the other partners. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you can't even. Again. Bun Bun didn't even want to re-ask what my name was. Bun Bun basically almost just left our beautiful partnership baited to the ether because she was it's couldn't so embarrassing spell my to ask for a name, a letter name, my uh, sixth uh, letter name. All right, <laughs> I'm not. It's not even like Banana Lance Zambi, where nobody knows how to spell it right. Because nobody can tell if it's an I or an L whenever they look at it, the name. All right. But you it's know, actually just adding in case. more letters. <laughs> we I had added like four or five more letters to your name. <laughs> I could we not figure it out. Literally almost had no Bun Bun sponsor merch podcast. Listen, I'm doing my best. <laughs> you are. Well, I could argue doing your best would have just been asking people how to spell my name No, again, but... <laughs> because that's embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to be doing your best, you have to be willing to be embarrassed. I mean, you know, I do not a my podcast with Noctis. I do a podcast <laughs> with Noctis. You know, one of us is going to get... <laughs> I was going to say both of us I get sat... embarrassed. I, I sat here nice and quiet and listened to your story about how you came up with the idea for the partner program. And you're going to throw me under the bus like that? You, oh, sir. I, I, I never said I came up with the idea for the partner program. I mean, kind of. I mean, it was definitely because of you that we started the application process. Well, because okay, you're yes. right. I was like, oh, there's no way for anyone to find me or to would ask. Would you like me? to correct yourself, sir? I and I knew if it were that. me, I would not have emailed me because I am terrified of that kind of, like, boldness. I mean, if it means anything, IRL Faye would never have emailed you. But okay. Shriver TFA doesn't give a shit. <laughs> you you are... so, okay. 
This one's gonna. I'm, I'll just ask Tifa directly. Do you find you have more confidence, like as a streamer persona versus your IRL persona? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Um, it, my uh, my streamer persona is so much more confident, and I guess you could say different, for lack of a better word. To the point where I tried recording something off stream. Uh you know, uh, in terms of promotional stuff. And it was terrible. I, I spent over, I think I probably spent over half an hour working on it. And it was just terrible. And uh, I asked for opinions, and the response I got was that, like, it wasn't very natural. It, it was could tell that I was, like, trying stuff like that. We're like, versus T-Fay, T-Fay could record stuff, you know, and not give a shit. Right? So it, it's kind of like, I have to be live for me to have this kind of confidence, I guess you could say. Or like in yeah, streamer the mode. Opposite problem. <laughs> really? Do you find yourself less confident when you go live? Yes, absolutely. Nothing is more nerve-wracking to me than getting live feedback on our as I'm doing it in the way of like, oh, I don't like that color. <laughs> okay. No, I I, I will change it for you. <laughs> no, I definitely like the. As soon as you uh, like go live, you just turn your normal personality off, and you play to the camera. You 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 let loose. Why 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 worry about what people are gonna say about you? Because they're gonna say it anyway. But I guess that applies to, to regular okay, life, Okay, I it? feel like you're just answering your own question. Why do you care about what people are going to say about you? They're going to say stuff about you. <laughs> listen, listen, I was not ready for this question to circle back around me, right? I thought you would answer it, we'd be done. But no, it's back to me, and I answer my own question. <laughs> I mean, if people want to come in and be critical about a game, or about how you're playing a game, I don't know, art feels very, very personal because i've spent so much of my life working yeah, on i i literally i mean i got in trouble constantly at school because i never put down the pencil i was always drawing and so when someone's like oh that doesn't even look like that i'm like a little gutted honestly i'm a little gutted <laughs> oh my gosh i can relate <laughs> to that I, all right yeah. No, I no, no. Like TJ would agree with me here that <laughs> streaming is an art. <laughs> okay, so here. legit, like, per, all right, for one stream, I don't really think too much about one stream, because, you know, this general advice, I've said this before, if a stream goes badly, delete the VOD and move on. <laughs> all right? right? Now, exactly. for my subathon, I was planning that about a little month, month and a half in advance, and I've been stressing about that. For so long. We talked about it's that like, back in like February. Oh my gosh. I've been stressing about that for so and I know it went well and all of you I've heard so much great feedback and I'm so glad you guys all enjoyed it. But my god, the stress. The stress going into that. Was cause I'm like that's a one time that's an event. That's not streaming yeah, in general. No, 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 but I'm saying that's related to Bun Bun's thing with the art, right? You invest so much planning, like put so much effort, right? Into this so like, like Part the subathon is like my that. thing. That that's like my art, right? As a right. that's like I something seen... I explicitly designed. Like yeah, between but how I seen I the amount of time it. you put into a normal stream. Like it's is well, is it I really put... that different? 
define putting time into a stream because hours streaming i don't consider the equivalent of putting into a no, stream no, no. like <laughs> no i just mean like in general like hey trying to come up with the reward like the channel rewards do i implement this channel reward uh, yes, and I, I, and I, you know, die inside when I come up with channel awards and people don't like it and stuff like that. Or like, you know, when I do something in my overlay and then people are like, oh, and I think it's a great idea. The people are like, yeah, that sucks. I'm like, you could have told yeah. me that three weeks ago when I made it. They're like, no, we're telling you this now. Yeah. I'm like, right. oh, that's why you can't hours stress. and hours of your time, <laughs> your mental space, in, you know? Your energy, you're in love with an image or a product or a stream idea, whatever it is, and then people just show up to be negative. It's a very hard thing to deal with, and it's something I think everyone has to deal with on their own turf and, like, in their own way. But for me, streaming my art, it's, it's also – it takes you out of the moment to look at chat, and then I have to go right back into the moment to find that inspiration to draw again. It's yeah. like it's like being awake and asleep at the same time is kind of what it feels like. I me. mean like if this is like off stream, right? Like if someone makes a critique off stream, it's kind of like when I'm making over like, you know, fancy advertisements and other things. Like if I say, all right, I'll put a thing in Discord, right? And then Catherine can point out all of my spelling errors. Right? It's really easy to just like fix things off stream because you're still kind of like in your own thing off stream when you're fixing when stuff is pointed out wrong live i'm like fuck and then the but, worst is what yeah, i but how is that any different <laughs> no because i different all right let's put it this way um yesterday when i was doing oxen free right it was pointed out like that the event bar uh was covering up the subtitles and that it should be lowered yeah. which i it was t it took like 10 minutes to lower it that isn't hard but I can't do that on stream. So now I'm just like sitting there the entire stream going, oh, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. Yeah, it kind of is in your mind. So wait, and is it anxiety over a, a change you want to make but you can't make? Or is it the criticism in general? Because I would argue the criticism in general, uh, it's that's kind of the happen. So no, 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 the criticism itself isn't an issue per se. It's the fact that it's live. Right, the fact that it's live, the criticism hits differently than off live. If, so if right. you can change it live, if you can change it live, you're saying that's the that's. If the I same? can change, yeah. If I can change it immediately, that's to me the same, the equivalent of an offline comment, because it it basically I can just fix it. It's an easy fix, done. It's kind of like if I accidentally mute myself. All right, I I don't go cringe if I accidentally muted myself. Right now, if you told me that. Let's say, like, my mic wasn't work Like, the streams where my mic was dead until, like, the two days until I got, like, I felt awful. Like, knowing that, like, I literally could not fix my mic. And then everybody coming and saying, like, hey, Tifa, you know your mic sounds like trash, right? right. And then it's like, yes. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> but you're, to me, that's a different argument. And anxiety over a change you cannot make is not the same as anxiety of people criticizing your work. I mean... Depends on how you categorize them. I, you're basically saying, all right, all crit, because it's if why are people getting anxiety over criticizing the work? I feel like people get anxiety over criticism for very different reasons, which can all be put under the same core umbrella of criticism. If you don't want yeah. to, oh, 
Yeah, so and I feel like this is an entire podcast on its own, dealing with criticism. But like, I feel like if you're going to well, there, there's a difference between, <laughs> I mean, if if it's a client that wants something specific, or if you're drawing for yourself, and then how the criticism is delivered to you. If you're happy with what you're doing, and someone comes in and gives you their opinion unprovoked, wanting a change, I mean, it's rude. It's rude. I'm sorry. I'm but, just gonna say but, it. Like, <laughs> Especially, uh, PB, since you're you're an artist, you're used to changes. You're used to some criticism, aren't you? Right. In commissioned work, for the most part. It, when, a, when I've done something I want, it it's not... If someone has a critique of it, then okay, that's fine. That's their opinion. But if I'm doing it live and it's something that's for me, having them come in and try to put themselves in it where I was already doing it, it it's just very distracting and disheartening it's like backseat it, it throws off it's like backseat art artistry <laughs> yeah. right and it's it's it throws me out of whatever inspiration i was in it's what like I was if, trying to say, I, uh, I was just saying, what i was trying to say is if i have someone come into my stream and tell me that my camera's not working right. that's not the same as someone coming in saying uh, why do you look like that? Why does your uh, your overlay look like that? That's not a a change that I need to make. That's a criticism in general that I don't like. That okay, I guess that would be if I'm trying to sum it up. Yeah, so I guess I you can understand. Mm, so I think it depends on what they're critiquing on per se. I think is kind of what like Noctis is getting at. Uh, yeah. So I think, and I don't even know if this is directly related to what Bun Bun was saying. But <laughs> I guess you could say, like, there's a big difference between, like, let's say I'm watching Bun Bun uh, make the bunny uh, art for the overlay for the PNG that she's using right now, right? So, like, let's say I'm watching her make this bunny live. And there's different ways of critiquing and are questioning things. So you can say, hey, why are you drawing something this way versus I think you're drawing something wrong or this should look like this. Um, and I feel like it's going to be taken very differently, I guess, also depending on the person you're talking to, I guess. But at least in um, some art streams, I don't know about Bun Bun's case, um, but if I ask an artist like, hey, why are you doing this, you know, uh, they're generally pretty okay with answering that because it's not necessarily a critique. Right. I guess depending on how it's you an read explanation, text. or if it's like, <laughs> why does this look this way? Or um, I would love to see that in a different color. I mean, that's not that's not as destructive as um, you know your anatomy's wrong on this when it's clearly a stylized <laughs> image of a cartoon. And I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> did, did you know that your anime character's eyes are too big? Right. Did you know? Yeah, Luffy's vest is not that shade of red. Uh, yeah. Read the, read the manga. Read the source material, you noob. Right. I, I, what, what, how do you insult someone that reads manga? I don't know. <laughs> that speech bubble is the wrong dimension i guess uh, I don't well know. i all right i'm gonna be that guy in saying that there actually is an art to how you draw speech bubbles but again that's a, that's a completely <laughs> totally different is. topic that's, totally that's is, that's it was the only yeah, thing i could reach for 
There, you can. There's actually like such an art to speech bubbles, panel layouts, locations, stuff like that. Like, you know, why do you not just draw all the characters talking on one giant scene rather than breaking it up into different panels? But again, of it. completely, completely different. Right. You know, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> completely different thing. Hey, if there's any um, comic artists who want to be on the podcast and we can have a discussion about comics. Hit us up. Hit us up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pete, uh, Panda Bunny, could you give us uh, Toriyama's phone number since you uh, already admitted to having it? <laughs> oh my gosh! Good grief! <laughs> so okay, then uh, okay. Let's get let's get into straight up art question. Do you have a favorite uh, a favorite artist? Um. Man, you just want to know all have... of Bun favorites, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough question. It actually... It, what medium? <laughs> uh, okay. It's, okay. Let's Ooh, go, uh, that, let's go hand-drawn. Yeah, hand-drawn. Like, are, so we're not talking about, like, famous so photography, oil animation. Yeah, we're stuff talking like that kind about, of like, more modern-day drawn art. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to to get you to talk about an artist that you love. Okay, okay sorry. Yeah, let's just. Well, um... about, all right, Bun Bun. Let's reword this to make it less. You know, calling someone out here. Is there an artist that you know? Let's say that is not as represented in or well known in the community that you would like to just say like, "Hey, I really love this artist and would like to talk about them." No, oh, I'm, I'm straight up. I'm asking like. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm overruling your loves. question. I'm really overruling your question. Hold on. All right, <laughs> I would have the same party that I'm gonna drop, and it's fine. Okay, favorite <laughs> horror artist. I oh, wait. Sorry. Um, manga wise, anything by Junji Ito, obviously. If we're doing oh, more God. of um, like okay. comfort. I yeah, I gotta say horror, horror and Judy. That's like a cop out. You're not allowed to answer anything but Judy Ito if you're in a horror. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, fair. Read, um, yeah, horror manga. <laughs> that is. Well, okay, John Jude Palancar then. <laughs> is that Thank is that you. better for yes, horror? Yes, honestly, anything that's <laughs> okay. not Judy Ito because Judy Ito's a cop out and you know it. <laughs> I I don't know. I've collected almost all the books and I legitimately love it. So, ah, Topher. You're right, buddy. Yeah, no, I got I gotta be honest, when you said that, I was like, Jean-Luc Picard, the guy from Star Trek? No. Who are you talking about? John Jude Palancar. He did the art for the Aragon books, the dragon oh! ones. Oh! Um, oh, I love that! But he has incredible, horrific paintings, if you look him up. Um, something of a more hand-drawn feel. Um, Thomas Estrada, probably. He's done work on uh, Road to El Dorado, Treasure Planet, um, Emperor's New Groove, all of the like cult classic. Okay, so now what I'm hearing is along with an episode on cartoons, we need an episode on novels, um, animated movies, um, all giving different topics because we're never going to hear the end of it. Um, you know, if you want to be guests on these episodes, hit us up. Well, and then, and then, if you're talking about painting um, with like oil paints, I'm probably stuck between um, Jean-Leon Jerome and Norman Rockwell. Uh, yeah, Norman Rockwell. That's right. Fair enough. 
<laughs> he's just he's captured I don't know the the feeling of life if that makes sense kind of like an everyday all of his paintings I mean they they have real people in real situations but their emotions are so vivid and full that you're almost feeling it with them that's I, I don't even know how you would uh, how you would sum up Rockwell's paintings. Right. So for people that aren't familiar with Rockwell, he did a lot of the like uh, Coca Cola, 1950s American Life. Like pretty much, if you Google 1950s America, you're probably gonna get a Rockwell painting because he was so good at summing up that that like time. Well, and the I, Saturday I, I Evening it. Post. Look up Saturday Evening Post. That's pretty much all his art. Um, He was kind of keyholed as being an illustrator, and that's kind of unfair because he was an amazing painter. He was. Ooh. DP, do you have a favorite painter, out of curiosity? A favorite painter? Are are, are we talking about, like, you know, like, legit famous painters, not just anyone who happens to have painted something? Tifei, Tifei, don't do this to me. <laughs> All right, I asked you who your favorite painter is. I don't give a shit if they're famous or not. Who's your favorite painter? For saying painter specifically, I'm going to go with Monet. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Thank God. I, I was waiting for another... Well, when, what do you mean by painter? <laughs> Question. And I was going to flip my goddamn desk. Well, I see, swear if, to you, God. if you're going to say painter, I can answer. If you're going to say artist, then I'm going to start throwing chairs and you're going to be pissed. But if you're going to ask for a painter specifically, that's specific enough that I could say Monet. All right. There we go. That's all I'm asking for. Thank yeah, you. Bob Ross. <laughs> I Bob see Ross. that heavy. Bob Ross is amazing and. That's yeah, I, I watched this weekend's uh, stream. See, but that's, isn't that amazing about, I think Bob Ross is a great, like, person to talk about, because I don't know if I care for his art as much as him. I think he's a great it, example I, of, I think if he was Ross a streamer. Is a yeah, I mean, he is a streamer, technically. Yeah, no, he's not. He, no, he's not. No, he is not. There is a stream streaming. dedicated to him. <laughs> But that's streaming. Oh, yeah, I'm into it. TV show. That's no, not him. It doesn't count. You see that, but he's pretty good at interacting with the chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love the way he interacts with chat. No, I would say Bob Ross is a great example of I don't care about his art as much as I care about him. And I think that's what streaming can be about. It doesn't matter what you're doing. is the person you're watching entertaining so or I, like I, comforting I, I, i'm gonna say this again just because i have to say this every time someone mentions this that's great once you know they exist the problem is finding your finding bob ross among the thousands of artists out there you could say i love bob <laughs> ross for him that only works once you find him how do you find him that's like you know oh. It's no, like I could say that different. I love. I, it's like saying I love working with Bun Bun, but I almost didn't get the chance to work with Bun Bun because she was too prideful to ask how to spell my name. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> now you've learned something about me. <laughs> All right, and I feel like just fighting people, you know, just just the act of trying to 
Jeez, now I feel like we need an episode on marketing. Yeah. Anyone wants to hit us up? You know, anyone who's, you know, a businessman or a woman, you know, wants to hit us up? Marketing episode. Hashtag shameless advertisement. Um, yeah, so, you know, I feel like how, how one markets oneself is very important. And I think, you know, Bun Bun just does that very well, I guess you could say, with their partner program. Besides the fact, that, you know, just another way of increasing income. But, like, Bun Bun has her own stickers. And, you know, let, I mean, she has her own merch now, but that wasn't there before the partner program. But let's pretend it was, right? But, like, how does Bun Bun get people to look at her store or acknowledge that her store exists? Yeah, for your art specifically. Oh, my right? art was always on there. No, no, but that's my point. Like, oh, okay, before yeah. the partner program, no, like, how does Bun Bun... that's Bun-Bun... the problem. <laughs> yeah, so Bun Bun's art is there, and we can all say we love Bun Bun's art and would buy the stickers and or merch now that it's there. I know I already ordered a Bun Bun hoodie. What? Um, so, but, yes, like, if you. we didn't know the Bun Bun store was there, how do we find it? Well, Bun Bun has the partner program now and can basically utilize a bunch of streamers as a middleman-ish. So, like, let's say right. they look at my store, your store, Lila's store, everybody's store. They go, I want that merch. And they're on the store. And they go, well, while I'm here, let me click buttons. Right? And then you go, oh, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of stickers that aren't linked to partners. What is this? And then you get the Bun Bun collection. And then you find all that bun bun art, right? And that like creates like a way for people to find it. I guess you could say. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I um, drive to my website, basically. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite painter is Roy Lichtenstein, by the way. Thanks, guys, for asking. I was kind of hoping someone would toss it. I genuinely don't know artists. I genuinely don't know artists enough to ask the question. That, that's Spell like that for me. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, no, just can me? you type it in the live chat for because people yeah, are probably you, gonna want to know who the hell that is. Can you send it to me so I can look it up? Because it sounds. Are you sure? Are you are you sure you guys are interested? Because I had. I'm not. I'm genuinely not. I'm genuinely interested because that name sounds familiar, but I can't pull up an image in my head, and that bothers me, and okay. it will so, bother me all night. It's kind of like. So, what it- all right, so like as a weave, this is a very similar thing of when people talk oh, about duh. like okay. music composers. Like okay, if you talk about like music composers <laughs> or like animators, right? I'll be like, or hell, even voice actors. I'm gonna be like, huh? Uh, what? Yeah. yeah, like I, I have no interest. You, you ask me like, who's my favorite voice actor? I'll be like, um, I don't know. Insert person. I was never asking their favorite because I'm not gonna know the answer. I mean, if you want to talk about manga artists, I, I can go on all day about those, but, like, I don't know real-life artists. I know a few, yeah. but, like, I'm on, I honestly do not know, uh, like, even when I literally looked up Noctis' favorite artist, uh, for those listening not on um, the live streams, I still have no idea who this is. Like, Yeah, uh, but I'm not asking you to know who they are upon viewing them. I'm asking you to look upon their art and see if you feel anything. See if you. That wasn't you your. No, well, that's why. You no, know, I'm commenting on why I didn't ask what your favorite artist is. Because this. I mean, if you're asking me now, hey, you know, here's my favorite artist. What do you think? Um, I'd say a neutral. <laughs> I don't dislike okay. it. There. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm very open to saying I dislike art. <laughs> um, 
No, I definitely don't dislike Somewhere this Somewhere in the back of my head, something <laughs> just broke. Yeah, but you, <laughs> you, you shouldn't be afraid to ask someone's favorite artist in the... It's in not the, afraid. Like, I'm worry not worried of not knowing them. It I'm sounds like you're, you don't want to ask. ask. I just have no interest you, you in don't asking. I don't want to know. You don't care about the personal names when you don't know who they are. I, first of all, first of all, asking someone their favorite artist is not the equivalent of wondering who they are. No, I, no, I'm saying you're you're scared of uh, being presented with someone that you don't know who they are, and you you don't you just don't want to deal with that situation, so you'd never ask. Uh, I'm guessing PB just slipped her mind, so you get a pass. Tifa, you're inconsiderate. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to deny the inconsiderate claim, but I'd like to think that maybe that's not why. <laughs> no, it's like it, it's, it's, right. you shouldn't be afraid to ask someone their favorite artist or favorite musician. Not this favorite we've already been over this, okay? I don't I ask know. for people's favorites. I know. Recommendations. <laughs> we've been over this. Blah, blah, blah. Tifa can't take any recommendations. All right. You know, people don't even ask like it weaves don't ask for favorites you know what people do you ask for a, my anime list like all right that's what people do when you ask for favorites oh actually that's i would like that with the world can i have that i don't have a my anime list because i don't Why watch not? enough anime because well, I don't what? watch enough anime. There's no mind. Then it sounds like we don't have one. <laughs> that sounds like a bs response because that's what I think we he's do got one. he doesn't want us to see it uh, I, I don't know if rel's so is still alive rel's is still live listening he's someone who happens to know me IRL, he can confirm in the live chat whether or not I have a my anime list. Yeah, but you just said Weebs asked for it, and you're a weeb. Yes, and, and Weebs no asked me you for it. Weebs asked me, and I tell them I don't have one. And why don't you have one? <laughs> because I don't watch enough anime to justify making one. Give me a my manga list, and I'll make a giant one for you. Okay, but that's I don't not like website. You. Can I have one of those too, though? Is that a site? Oh I don't think God. that's a site. I don't think I'm keeping. No, just I'm a open up a Google Doc. Anime. A I read Google manga. Google Doc and make me a list right just now. Make you a list? Yeah. Make a list. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of manga do you read? It doesn't matter. Ask for a mo what's your favorite? Okay, well, keep well, it. What's your wait, favorite what manga? Do you have one? First of all, why are you ruining Bun Bun's question with your with your issue that she didn't say favorite? You're like, Bun Bun, you can't ask what T-Fave reads. You have to say favorite in there. Okay, what is your favorite, your top three favorite styles or genres? Uh, genres or styles? Yeah. Because those are going to be two different Oh, uh, Genres. Oh my okay. god. That's not a there. critical uh, question. Um, those actually... are actually those are actually two different questions, okay? That's not actually a knee nitpicking. I would uh, say so, but we'll, we'll agree to disagree on that one. Okay. Um three uh genres I'm gonna say um depending on my mood, it flipping it around. I can say no particular order to make this easier to answer. Uh action psychological horror and sports do you okay. prefer action be everything or but sports <laughs> <laughs> i don't care about sports i don't care about irl sports but sports manga is the shit i see it's manga is a sports manga. Like, you, you you've got my interest 
Okay, then send me your favorite one of those. See, I use the word favorite. We're all fine. Your favorite sport one, and then I'll see. Yeah, what, okay, what's your favorite sport. sports manga? Yeah, go for it. We want to hear on stream. Dedicate yourself to an answer. My favorite yeah, you know, is I, I, I gotta, I gotta have to. Re- I gotta have to rip There's off the live chat, even though this is actually my answer. I shield 21. Uh, that That oh. is le- legitimately... Uh, that that is legitimately like the best sports manga. Fight me. Wait, it, it's what? One more time. I I, I shield twenty one. Uh, if you want to go yeah. for sports anime, Prince of Tennis. Yeah. See, I don't know what you're talking. I I haven't heard of. I didn't hear the first one. I've heard of Prince of Tennis, but I've never read it. But I don't say, oh no, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna Google it and try and find out why you enjoy it so much. What makes it your favorite? And hopefully. Maybe I'll find out why, you know? That's that's all I'm looking for in a recommendation or when I tell someone my favorite thing. Just Google it and see if you like it. Is it that, like, I don't know why it's that hard for Tifa to dedicate to a favorite or a recommendation. You get extra points, though, if you know it off the top of your head. I'm just saying. Yeah, this is true. Get, also, you, 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 you get know, extra points. Button. Like, I said... Norman Rockwell, and you were instantly like, oh, right, yes, and could, like, list off things, I'm like, see? Okay. What? Alright, now see, I, Bunman also was actually specified Noctis, alright? Bunman asked, what's my favorite sports series, sports manga, which is vastly different than saying, what's my favorite manga? Alright? Because okay. usually when people could... ask that question, it's, what genre are we talking here? So, so in total, you don't have a favorite a favorite manga. No. It fluctuates, so and this is your, very common you, for the community. It's just, what is your mood? Then, what's your favorite action manga? Uh, probably Yu Yu Hakusho. No, okay. wait, no, not the manga. The anime Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, the, manga, the anime he's typically. Uh, <laughs> for the manga, I'd have to think about that. A- action mangas. Are usually inferior to the anime version. Favorite so, psychological thriller manga. Favorite. Ooh. Favorite. Hmm. Um. Because apparently Junji Ito's too mainstream. <laughs> I'm a I'm a poser now, guys. <laughs> You're a poser. How I'm a poser now. Wait, that, uh, all all fifteen of my I books. Really I'm, I'm a big um, poser. If you count it, again, some people might not count it. I'm going to say Liar Game. Um, Tomodachi Game is also something I really like. Um, if you want something more of the psychological end, um, Alice in the Borderlands is really good. Uh, those, Ooh, would probably be some of top, those would probably be the top. I, I'd definitely say Liar Game. Which most people would not think of as one of my favorites, given the art style. Because it's like the exact opposite of my preference in art styles. It feels like you might have an issue with that art style, just off what I'm Googling. Yeah, we, we've, we've had this <laughs> argument before. What, the right, Julia Kablier game? Great, the great, um, what was the studio? Was this Bones that you don't like? Studio, yeah, Studio Bones? Bones. Yeah, Studio right. Bones is one of my uh, least favorite popular studios. Yeah, even though they have some of the best anime ever made, it's their art style. Hey, hey, 
I don't, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad art style. I'm saying I don't like the art style. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll accept that. That's that's definitely a fair point of like all have different what... opinions. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> fair enough. I'll accept that. Uh, Studio Bones, though, god damn, they're, they're, uh, like, the amount of work they've done and what they've done is unbelievable. I think, I think Phoebe would agree with me on this. I th did, we had this argument one time on, uh, one of T-Face streams. Oh, yeah. Over the stuff they've done. Oh, and I'll never forget. <laughs> like, hey, it, I, it, it, oh my god. Full I out, mean, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Really? Man, I I definitely like to have a to have a uh, podcast episode on anime studios. That'd be interesting. Rels, you you want to be on that? You want to be on that podcast episode for? Oh, that'd be <laughs> fun. Oh, that'd be so uh, fun. Studio. We we could talk about how much we all like Studio Mappa, except for Glasslip. Let's pretend that series doesn't exist. Yeah. Can I can I throw out an idea? Go ahead. Yes. Throw it out there. I would like to hear a podcast about DC versus Marvel. If for no uh, other reason than just to watch the world burn. DC gets comics and animated movies. Marvel gets uh, live action movies. Boom, right. there you go. But <laughs> no, no. I think you need to find okay. two people that are very strong on like Marvel's I, side. I, and then just which is the better. I, I, I think Bun Bun basically is saying we need to find one more person. <laughs> well, I, you guys both like DC, right? I mean... Comics-wise, I, I do. Is that just uh, me? I don't. I don't have actually a preference between Marvel versus DC. Uh, did, did, I you, guess... did you have a lot of comics in like reading in your history, Tifa, or is it just the movies? Uh, I have. I have read a bunch of comics, but I never decide by Marvel versus B DC. It's just generally. I know a lot of people always say pick one, pick one. It just makes your life easier. Um, I usually just go for characters mm -hmm. that I like and no, I, I don't really care about if it's Marvel or DC. Definitely definitely read them both because while I think DC comics are a bit better than Marvel comics, uh, Marvel comics have a lot of great stuff to to their name. I I would that would be that would be an that would be an If anything I I would be I would be the mediator as the unbiased one if we wanted to have a Marvel versus DC uh um but yeah, Ooh, no, um, guys, guys. First of all, if you have ideas, don't be afraid to re uh, don't be afraid to ask them. And if you want to be on an episode for a specific theme, please hit us up. You'll we literally are out of planned episodes after next week. So hey, look at the look at the chat interaction. <laughs> but but Trent does have a point. The best comics are not made by DC and Marvel. I would argue, I would argue there are a lot of good comics not made by Marvel and DC, but yeah. no, the best car the best the best comics are made by Marvel and DC. There's a reason really? they're the juggernauts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, no, no. I for that, disagree. Can, I would definitely disagree, and I'd make an argument that Marvel and DC <laughs> don't make the best comics. They market their comics the best. Right. Which are not no, the like, same is thing. Coke and Pepsi the best soda? No. But they're out uh -oh. there. <laughs> we all the, know no, them. The they, but they attract so much talent. Like, do you yeah, know the best is, no, comics no, no. are made by those two? Yes, but that's marketing. That's my point. <laughs> no, and it's not can... marketing. It's the, the skill level. I'm no, like, Watchmen right. being made by Alan Moore wasn't DC saying, hey, we have a good comic. 
It was attracting okay, and a, first a very of all, talented I could, writer. I could do an entire podcast just on why Watchmen is not as great as everyone says it is. Oh but, my uh, god, fuck you. Let's, <laughs> let's go. After this, after and we I'm, wrap this... This is Bun Bun sneaking off set. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did... Uh, I thought for a second you were actually leaving. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Exactly. We're still so recording. We can't, have our, we can't have our guest leave Slip in the middle the of our recording. <laughs> <laughs> my little screen so is off the screen. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, yeah, if you want to get into that this. debate, I need to hand my headphones over to my uh, husband. <laughs> I, I will say, this sounds like a perfect uh, start for anyone who doesn't live to listen to the live cast weekly, as you should be. Um, I will be recording the post-podcast uh, discussions, which will probably be very heated, judging by how things are going right now. And this will be, uh, the, the, be the first in the Patreon-only series. Of recording. So if you don't listen to the live streams, again, you should, and want to hear what we talk about off stream, uh, be sure to join the point Patreon, which will probably start next week. Uh, we're gonna, it'll probably just start at the beginning of July for anyone just curious. That, that'll just probably just be when it's like just a nice start of the month kind of thing. Because you're just waiting on the banner. Well, that and I don't want people <laughs> to be charged for June if it's like a oh, week. Fair. Because, because yeah, fair. people, I, I know people are going to be like, I want to support you guys as soon as possible. And then it's going to be like, you know, let's say they pay whatever amount of money the and then they're going to get charged it. Yeah. And then literally three days later, they get charged again. It's like, hmm. <laughs> this is a scam. I know it. <laughs> oh, good time. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so, all right. Let, let, um, well, first of all, as we have roughly 15 minutes left, are there any questions from the live chat for Bun Bun um, regarding, like, Panda Bunny making... Studios at the store or whatever? Or, like, when are we going to get a Bun Bun <laughs> um, comic series? Ooh, I, no. <laughs> I actually do have a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, live okay, chat I question. think that's about as close as I'm getting a to that. Any, any new merch coming, says the live chat. Any new merch coming. There is always new merch coming. That's um, I don't have anything set to go live this week. But I can't say the same about next week. If you didn't yeah, next know, week, uh, uh, she's debuting all of the uh, manga I mean, literally just shirts. released new merch for her own store. Literally Three days what? ago. Three days ago. Right, and there's a <laughs> special One Piece inspired tank top of my own brand as well. That is in my cart and waiting to be paid for. 100% inspired, <laughs> not copied for anyone about to call us it's out. It's my own Jolly. Uh, yeah, it's your own Jolly Roger. Uh, uh, my brain said yeah. Jolly Rancher and then I thought about watermelons. Question for uh, live question for the live chat. How easy and or difficult was it to make the literal store? Oh, the literal store. Um, well, it was shockingly easy for me because my husband did it. Was it Squarespace? Because uh, it Squarespace, is Squarespace, we are looking for that sponsorship. Uh, get on here and we will make a uh, Luna Lounge uh, website. Just saying. So the fun thing about Squarespace is it's very intuitive. Everything you go, oh, I wonder how to do that. It's right there for you. 
Also, shout out to my very good husband, Trenton Nezzy in chat. He's, I he's like behind it. me on his phone, <laughs> typing furiously. <laughs> keep, go keep going, uh, PB. The, the better you can right. sell Squarespace, Squarespace, the more likely we are to attract that sponsorship. Square it, <laughs> do it. Square it, do it. There you go. If anyone happens to know someone who'd like to sponsor us besides Pentabody Studios, we're always up for that, too. I mean... Except, except uh, uh, Redbubble. Redbubble, you can go, you can go to hell. <laughs> hey, I, right. will I will say, I will say, you know, if we start getting more sponsors, you know, Patreon, you know, stuff like that, um, hashtag $100 will get you a nice uh, Tifei body pillow merch. Uh, you know, if you want Lu more Luna Lounge merch. You joke, you know, but you know I'll do it. <laughs> we, we can start making an entire Luna Lounge series of merch. It, 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 you know, if we start... Lounge pillow? Maybe. If we get, you know, enough funding, we could start just literally commissioning Bun Bun with Patreon money. Yeah. And just literally Put start giving you guys Luna Lounge <laughs> It's well, yeah, you do sponsor yeah. the podcast, so that's yeah. kind of how that works. <laughs> Luna Lounge yeah, slippers up. says the the live chat. Holy shit, that sounds. Why did we not think of that? Actually, sooner? yeah. Could we get a Tifa and a Noctis uh, slip one on each slipper? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, yeah, the uh... best I can do is flip flops. Ooh, I don't want you stepping on my face. I'm offended. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry about that, oh. guys. No, you're no, you're 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 fine. My is, pipes I, have people, strong people opinions. Are people are going to take, you know, slippers and just paste stickers onto them. Like there you go. There's your little lounge stick. <laughs> your little lounge slippers right there. Uh oh, there was another question uh for the live chat before. What's your favorite kind of fire? Um, Trenton Nezzy, I know that was you, and you can go to hell. Okay, we're good, guys. That's a uh, hellfire. That's <laughs> our favorite type of fire. Is that a Notre Dame <laughs> reference? He, he knows that I hate. I. Oh God. It, it, it's, it's okay, Bun Bun. You, you, you can go beat up uh, your husband later. You don't need to discuss. I get easily <laughs> triggered by fire, and I'm going to flip your, him your over. Flip his chair over. I'm now over here in the corner saying, Notre, uh, Hunchback and Notre Dame. Okay, you know what? Yeah, you know what, guys? Uh, join, join the Patreon and request a singing episode between me and Huckus, where the entire thing has to be sung. Just for oh, all of it. God. Oh, there, no, I don't know if there's enough a... money. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a lot. Like I like I can drink a lot, uh, but I don't know if I can go for two hours singing. <laughs> well, no, it's definitely gonna be one of those special shorter episodes that's a Patreon exclusive. Because no, and I like cannot, a one I... hour uh, sing. So, what's your favorite Disney Renaissance movie, Tiffy? <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> how many of those are options? How many options are there even that fit that category? 89 to 99, <laughs> Little Mermaid to Tarzan. 89 to 99. Everyone yeah. knows this. Okay, hold oh. up. I need, I need to actually Everyone? look at the list. Right, I knew it. 
<laughs> yeah, 89 was Little Mermaid, and then uh, 91, you have Beauty and the Beast. 92, you have Aladdin. 94, you have Lion King. 95, you have Pocahontas. 96, Notre Dame. 97, you have Hercules. Okay. And okay. then 99, you have Tarzan. All right, give me a minute. Talk to Bun Bun for the next 10 minutes. Let me actually look through this oh, list. I have... Stop, I'm also pulling up the list just in case. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I missed the one in 90s. Was that 96 or 90? Okay, okay. So I'm gonna read I'm gonna read off the list, at least according to IMDB. They had one point Great. out for missing one. We have in order Little Mermaid, Rescuers Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. Um, I'm gonna Ooh. have to say Lion King with Mulan at a very close second. Ooh. Uh, Bun Bun, your response? Um, it's really difficult. I'd probably say Mulan, but Hunchback of Notre Dame is probably my second. Yeah, I don't know. There's some great movies in there. Uh, fun fact: I am so extra. I made uh, when I was in the cross country team in high school. I I made uh, I somehow got us to have "I'll Make a Man Out of You" to be our theme song because it's amazing. I also, fun fact: <laughs> this is where you ask me my favorite. God <laughs> damn it! How many I was times he finish? He did finish. You just like oh, all you right. Now this was your favorite. I don't have a fan. I'm not oh my god! I I'm gonna be dramatic about it. Alright, bye guys. <laughs> bye forever. Oh, Stop's closed. I'm done. <laughs> Is that how we... That would be an awesome... Whoops, I right, dropped well, my okay. water bottle so, there. Uh, before we wrap, wrap up here and start the, uh, the, the post the, the Luna Lounge After Dark uh, recording. Uh, what's our band name? Uh, Art Block? I don't know. That'd be my... Go ahead. I don't know. What do you, what do you yeah. think, Bun Bun? I don't know. That's a really good question. I'm sure I'll, Trent has something for I'll me. I'll make an art as, out of you, says live chat. Like, Oh my god. Ah, that's not bad. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I want to be outraged, but I can't do that until yeah, just... the after party because I want it to be on uh, another. Wants to be on our Patreon exclusive uh, podcast after party. Two dudes on a couch. <laughs> I've watched that uh... on uh, Pornhub. I do not recommend it. <laughs> okay, just, just ah, gonna no, say we we I, do not I, need Pornhub sponsoring us. All right, no, thank you. Listen, all right, listen. If Pornhub wanted to sponsor us, though. No. Would you be opposed we're to only, it? We're only yes. accepting sponsorships from Hentai Haven. That. Thank you. Is that still a thing nowadays? Actually, I don't no, know. I, was, I have I, no I idea. I can confirm Hentai Haven is dead. I was about to say, if we're getting yeah, sponsored by dead. a dead company. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can write us into their will. Oh, and since gosh. they're dead, we get all their money. <laughs> well, if you want to be there for the NSFW <laughs> episode, that podcast, that's going to be a Patreon exclusive. Oh. Hit us up with a Patreon. <laughs> that sounds like a fun, drunk podcast where we just talk about uh the first half can be disney renaissance movies and the second half can be 
potential sponsorships from okay so we're gonna wrap this up here before we get demonetized not that we're actually monetized but i think this is just a great place to end the podcast recording anyway um bun bun thank you so much for joining us today i hope you enjoyed yourself uh, you were an awesome guest. It was amazing. Thank I you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tune in next week for when we have our special Pride themed episode with Nerdy Birdie and Lila, both partners of Hell Bun yeah. Bun, by the way. Last Feel free to go day, check out dude. both of their merch. Woo! Um, also, uh, uh, charity. We're d- me and Tifei. We're doing a charity stream on Saturday, on June twenty sixth. Might as well come check it out. I might as well get some shame. If we're, didn't you say this is going to be the most shameless podcast? I didn't, I it, feel like it, we were pretty shame, like, shameless less, you know? We only asked for how many sponsors, shouted out the store how many times. Really? You don't think that was shameless? I mean, I think we could have fit in another shout out. Honestly. Isn't that a normal podcast for us? I don't know. Well, I don't think we ask for as many sponsors usually. I mean, you wanted Pornhub to sponsor us. I, I feel like like that, that that that's a line. <laughs> Actually, um the white rabbit candies, I would like a sponsorship from them. Okay, white rabbit candy hit us up with that sponsorship. Right? <laughs> All yeah, right. Yeah. Stay in brand. Time, guys. Good See night, guys. Bye.